All right, we are back once again here in the Roach Motel, and we have a very, very wonderful guest today. She is a DJ, a musician, a vibe. <laughs> it's Carter Cruz, everybody. How are you? Doing pretty fucking great. <laughs> yeah, you had another Honestly, podcast your, today. Your opening music just—I felt like we were about to dive into some true crime. This is very true crimey. Sound. It's very true crimey. This You're gonna be like, made 1970, a serial killer terrorized <laughs> Seattle, and I was gonna be like, all right, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. <laughs> the story about a young girl who went missing on a Friday night. Yeah, it does have that vibe, doesn't it? On a Monday afternoon. That's so I'm wild. the girl. <laughs> You're here. Now, you brought a whole security crew with you. I can't yeah. take those guys. You kidding Dude, me? They're blacked out. They're going to leave in 20 <laughs> seconds anyway. <laughs> Not good security. <laughs> That's true. They do just drop you off and go, we're going to get lunch. Catch you later. No, but I'm so excited that you made time for us today because you are getting ready to embark on the festival of the summer. The fully loaded festival with one Burt Kreischer, and uh, this is your first time like on the bus and everything. Yes, I mean I've I've been on a bus tour before, mm. but um, no one actually slept on the bus, and there was not a lot of memories created. I so see. this is my first like actual bus tour. So now you are going to be staying on. That was a question I had. I didn't know if you were going to be staying on the bus through the whole thing. I didn't know who was going to be staying on the bus because I I have some experience in this department. With Burt Kreischer. I've done the bus thing. Oh, you've done the bus? Yes. Ooh, I want to so, hear from you. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to ask? I and Now, granted, I haven't done it as much as others. I, I did like a, one stint, but it was so much fun. But yes, any questions, concerns, I'm, I'm happy to answer them. <laughs> well, I will say the... The other day, I found out. I thought there was just one bus, but mm -hmm. there's not one bus. There's four buses on the oh, tour. Wow. Uh, so there is a a man a man bus. Okay. <laughs> a bus there, for the boys. There is the there is the woman's bus. I see. Okay. And there is a crew bus, and then there is a party bus where everyone can party on <laughs> and then go to bed and not trash their buses, which is kind of the bougiest shit I've ever heard in my life. That is, Burt Kreischer has stepped it up to another level now, not only gendering the buses, which is a new thing, but also then, you know, the party bus idea, great. This is going to be so much fun. I told it. I was like, oh, you're splitting us up by gender? That seems very, like, not <laughs> 2022. So who's on your bus then? It's like you, Nikki, and Taylor Well, there, it's different people. Well, uh, Bert's daughter, who just turned 18, is on the bus. She's the only one I know who's on there both weekends with Wow. Me. I have a feeling she's going to learn a lot. Well, isn't that insane? I, th I thought, you know, he's like, oh, you're on the bus with my daughter. And I was like, you know... <laughs> that's insane that like i could be the worst i could be the worst influence of all time well, i'm not but i could be sure yeah yeah you never know and right? everyone's like oh that means he really trusts you i'm like but why would he trust me i just <laughs> met him two, 24 hours ago <laughs> that's so funny how now how did you get on his radar because obviously you and i have been talking and like wanting to do this for a while but i didn't know that bert and tom were like aware you know I mean, I'm sure they were aware of you, but you oh, know I've, that's been the thing for like. Yeah. So, I mean, big fan of Bert and Tom. Love their stand-up, their podcast, everything. And uh, it's probably been like four or five years. I was like, I want to be on their podcast. Okay. So just kind of trying to like get on the radar. All I wanted to do was just show up on the podcast. 
no big deal. Sure. Then I'm driving back from EDC. Uh, I actually I think about a year ago. They were talking about shit in the podcast, and Tom almost said my name. He was like, oh, this, this girl, and then Bert cut him off. <laughs> Did you crash your car? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, all my friends were sending it to me like, I swear he almost said your name. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking Bert just cut him <laughs> off. I was so pissed. That's so funny, like, Bert cutting off Tom when he's, because, like, Joe Rogan did the same thing, like, talked about, because, you know, Josh Potter, really funny guy. And he's starting to talk about me being funny to Bert, and Bert's like, I'm going to take the conversation and nothing to, <laughs> like, motherfucking Christ. And I fully That's relate so to funny. that. I get it. But I was like, in the moment, I was like, no. So everyone was sending that clip to me and I was like, they were like, it was almost, they almost were aware. Yeah. And then driving back from EDC this year, I hadn't slept in like 24 hours. I mean, it was, it was a rough, rough weekend <laughs> driving back to LA and we put on Two Bears, One Cave and Bert was saying like, oh, like brought me up and said he wanted a DJ. But he's like, I feel like she's too legit. I want a hack DJ. And I'm like, no, no. I DM him like, I can, I can be your hack DJ. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm, I'm capable of the hackness. <laughs> That's so funny. So if what does I can he want be a good do? DJ, I can be a hack DJ. Sure, of course. Are you going to be doing things between sets? How's it going to work? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I've asked 20 times. No one's told me. It's fine. <laughs> well, I was going to say, because I'm sure people watching are going to be going. So I wanted them to know how they could see you in particular. I don't even really know how. It's going to be like a carnival. I assume that I'm going to be playing while everyone's arriving. And just okay. kind of setting the vibe of like, instead of having music playing in the background, like... I'll be playing the music. It'll be catered to the crowd. It will. I'll be having fun on stage, sure. and it'll just be kind of like creating that atmosphere that he wants of like a party atmosphere. But that's just fully off of what I assume based yeah, that's off what like you got going in. Yeah, in that's all I know. I really don't know. I've asked a million times. I've been like, hey, can someone just give me like how long am I gonna playing? Like, do I have to do I have to get on the mic? I don't know. It, maybe who knows? Like, I'm not a fucking. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you get on the mic at your normal shows? I mean, only after copious amounts of drugs. And then, you, <laughs> yeah, and then you're up there doing. I mean, there's sure there's sure to be some of those around. Um, but yeah, no, so. I wanted to see like also like when you're like doing your own shows around and about the country, you set up a pretty sweet atmosphere. So I I was wondering what you were bringing to the table as far as that goes. You know, like, how are you going to bring the Carter Cruz element to the tour? Well, I think that kind of one of my biggest selling points has always been the, like, I love to have fun. Mm -hmm. And I think when people see someone having a lot of fun, it makes, it inspires them, mm -hmm. right? You know, it's like, uh, you know, Braveheart or, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Braveheart, that's what I say about Braveheart. I mean, Looks like I mean, a real party. Any classic, you know, but it's, yeah. it's about inspiration, right? No, I get what you're saying. The blind side. Yeah. You know, okay. you're, you're just inspired. <laughs> <laughs> These are such odd choices of comparison, but I, I like it. You're talking about just a feeling of uh, wanting to run through a wall for somebody, some inspiration. Being excited, yeah. Yes. Go, and when you see someone else being so inspired, you want to be on that level. And I think that's always been kind of my my draw as a nice. DJ. You know, whether regardless of what I'm playing is that when people see me having such a good time, even if like no one else is having a good time, I'm having a good time. Sure. I mean, for, as an onlooker, your parties look already insane. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like in a great way. How, Why don't you come there, to one? I, I will love, I would love to. I'm going to. <laughs> 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 but what's like, I mean, 
what's the craziest shit that goes down at these types of things as a not cool guy who doesn't go? I don't know what's crazy to you. I feel like that's very like You're right, the sky is the limit. But I mean, what's crazy to you? Anything crazy to you? Happen? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all run of the mill at this I'm point. I'm dead inside at this point. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's what's, all been exhausted. What's something that you consider a Monday but others would think maybe crazy? I don't know, like uh lots of tits, lots of I don't know. Yeah, that's just like run of the mill stuff. Yeah, you're just like, yeah tits your brain out. can't even go like, "What's crazy for people?" I don't even. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I've been in this way too long. You that's know? so funny. It's been almost ten years. Like, I actually have to like kind of remind myself like what's out of the ordinary for other people because I don't want to ever make anyone feel uncomfortable. So mm -hmm. I really always try to tone it down that's to whatever situation I'm in. But sometimes you don't know like what is normal. I don't know. I, that's a great point. I mean, doing comedy, it's kind of the same thing. You have to like remind yourself, like this isn't what other people are doing on their everyday situation. You know what I mean? And it's not even mine's not even like fun, interesting stuff. It's just like, you know, stupid shit where you go like, oh, other people don't have these problems. You're like, I need a tag for this joke. You're sitting around writing, but that's the thing. It's like real people don't uh, they don't relate to that kind of stuff. So you have to like center yourself. And go like, okay, I have to write a joke about SpaghettiOs now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. Well, I think that's why like comedians, porn stars, and DJs have this like crazy intersect yes. where like very different jobs, but also doing things so are outside the norm mm -hmm. and then being on the road. Yes. And being kind of alone. And I think there's this like weird, even though you're all all doing different things, just comedians, DJs, and porn stars yeah. seem to just and musicians can kind of guess get in there too a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Even I mean, though they're in a band sometimes, so then then they're, they're like, not alone. It's different. Barry's such a piece of shit, and you're like, I don't have those problems. <laughs> I am too lonely on the road. You know what I mean? Like, like I would love. Barry I'd love to be Barry. A piece Barry. Of can shit. I have a Barry? Yeah, I'd love someone to come along. I'll take anyone. Can I have a bass player? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking. It's true. I did you do the road as a porn star too? Like I know many do like feature dancing and things like that, and I always thought that was like romantic in my eyes. I don't know why. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't do feature dancing, uh, but I mean, you do travel a lot. Yeah. Sorry, I, I forget that I got to. No, you're good. You've, you've been sounding fine. <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs> um, but yeah, you do travel a lot. And that's where I first kind of like got the hang of it, especially after like getting into that in college. That's when I first felt that loneliness because mm -hmm. I'm from the South and no one really understood what I was doing. So to leave everyone I knew and to just start flying to Florida, even though it wasn't like traveling like crazy. But still, when I was in Florida, I didn't really know anyone I was staying with. And to just kind of have that, like, you don't have anyone that you've known for years that you can hit up and go, Preach, hey, I'm sister. going through this. You <laughs> yeah, know, because yeah, everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck are you even doing? You know? Right. That's such a good. I mean, like doing that, uh, leaving Buffalo and coming here to do comedy, it was almost like the same because nobody they all go like, well, good luck. You know what I mean? Like they don't think it's going to happen. You know what I mean? When you leave, they're like, he'll end up coming back or <laughs> he'll get some stupid job out there and like, you know, do what everyone else does, have a family or something. But uh, yeah, they it's like a loneliness in that you can't like call somebody up and be like, man, isn't it? I can't get a spot tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody relates to that kind of thing other than com other comedians, I suppose. Right, right. So you probably made a community amongst other porn stars, I'd imagine, or whatever that you can relate with. Right, but I think also, they didn't, too, they I think... They weren't with you in the struggle, though. But over the time, I feel like, you know, people from home came to 
accept it. Mm-hmm. It was very crazy. I'm I'm from the South. You yeah. know, I wasn't a sorority. Sure. Blew everyone's minds. But, <laughs> you know, over time, everyone was like, okay, you're still the same person. Did it blow anyone's mind in a way that uh, is the opposite? Where you're like, my dad's friend is like... Looking me up all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> where they were like more excited than they, they yeah, 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 exactly. I don't think I know any of those people. Like, probably, I don't know. My dad was like kind of retiring by mm-hmm. the time, thank God, because like I think that's the hardest thing for a dad, right? Sure, it's not like my dad like doesn't care, right? It's going but to it's, work if you went to work yeah. and like knowing like that might make him feel weird, hmm. yeah. But that's I don't true. think he ever really had to deal with that because he was like retiring at the time that I was like getting into it. But yeah, no, I don't think, but I will say people that were so embarrassed, like there was a girl in my sorority and we Wait, don't really- a girl in your sorority was my, embarrassed? Well, okay. So we don't really look alike. Like, okay. We don't really look alike, but enough alike that when this became a thing that everyone knew about, mm-hmm. people are coming up to her at the bar and going, oh my God, are you Carter Cruz? And she was very embarrassed because she's a very sweet girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people told me this. And at first I was pissed. I was like, why is she fucking embarrassed? Like, she's <laughs> fucking whack. She should you be know? psyched. Well, just like, why is she so, like, closed-minded? Sure. Like, why are you so embarrassed about this? But then once I took a step back from it, I realized, like, oh, in her world, that would be horrifying. And I actually started to feel bad that I had, you know, inadvertently, you know, put this stigma on her that sure. I chose to embrace that stigma, but she didn't. She's right. like a normal girl. And Do you think her friends didn't believe her? They're like, she's like, no, I'm not. They're like, she's definitely. Well, her friends knew. They she was in my sorority. Names. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, she's way taller than me. She's oh, okay. beautiful, but we really do not look that much alike. It was okay. just similar hair color. That's How many times did this happen to her? I don't know. This is just something I heard Enough from other times people. that it got back to you. And I came back one time and uh, to my school to like visit some friends. And she pulled me aside at the bar and she's like, hey, can I talk to you? And by this point, I'd really like, you know, thought about how that would impact her. And I felt really guilty. So I figured that's what she wanted to talk to me about. So when she pulled me aside, I was like, hey, like, I just want to say, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I get that I chose this life and like you did it. And it's like not cool that anyone would put that on you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's not cool. I, I, I feel bad. Sure. And she, she goes, no, 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 that's not what I want to talk to you about. <laughs> she was like, I love anal sex. Oh, wow. I thought she was going to actually ask your advice of how to get into the biz. She's like, so can I No, she's this? a sweet girl. She's married now. <laughs> but she's into yeah. anal sex. She loves and it. And she said she'd never been able to talk to any of her friends about that. And when Wild. she told them that she liked that, they all were weirded out. And she was like, I, I had opened up this I had made her feel okay about shit she liked. Even though this girl is married, she's a sweet girl. Like, she's yeah. like, you know. But yeah, she That's likes great. some freaky stuff. And I made her feel okay about that. And she actually thanked me. And it was the cutest thing because I thought this girl was going to tell me that I made her feel terrible. Sure. And then I had to apologize to her. And she actually felt great you about it. You were her it. inspiration, if you will. Right. Like you well, it made saying. her feel like, hey, I'm not the only one. Sure. That's you know? great. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what it's all about. If you ask me, you know, that's what they say, you know, in comedy, it's like, I just want to make people laugh or whatever. You're inspiring people to, you know, show their freaky side. Right. At the end of the day. Just try wonderful. it out, if nothing else. Try it out. That's what we all, that's our motto around here. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, I have music to, that maybe you can remix someday. Oh my God, let's hear it. It's, uh, well, you know, because we do like the news and the sports around here sometimes, you know? So I have my own little uh, music that I created. We'll go. We'll do the sports one first. Ready? It's copyright free. You know, I don't know if you ever, if you want, if you get creative. <laughs> it's like a jingle for what? Ah, oh, for the sports. It's sports time. You know, that's uh, that's how we introduce the sports, and uh, it's the Monday Night Football song. But we can't use the Monday Night Football song on this program without YouTube cracking down on us. Wait, that's actually what it is? That's the that's me singing it. So you didn't even write it? <laughs> I didn't write okay, it. Okay, no. okay. So I want to hear some point. original. Some original Josh Potter. Well, I don't have... I did do the uh, Your Mom's House intro, all acapella. <gasps> did you really? I did, yeah. I wonder if <laughs> I have that in my phone. All right, ready? <laughs> I found it. Here it comes. And action. Okay. I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. All right. I'm a little nervous. Here it is. Here's Josh. You're going to get so angry. I know it. This is beep time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone's mother into this. Your mama in the fucking stands. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pashitsky. Welcome to your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> Is so long. I kind of, I kind of oh hate God. it on your sports center, like you know, little intro. But it's actually the exact intro of the. <laughs> Just a lot of fucking mouth noises. I love it. Yeah, you know. So remix away if you want, <laughs> if you ever want to. <laughs> but I did have. There is something that happened in sports that I would like to get your take on. Because you yeah. are a public figure. Do you yeah, have paparazzi? I have deep thoughts about sports. Very deep thoughts. I'm excited. Do you have paparazzis? I don't think so. They don't come follow you around and be like, Carter, Carter. I think that's like a very like A-list thing. Like I think you gotta be like Miley Cyrus. Like you gotta have like seven million followers on Instagram. Also, to get do you paparazzi. think it's a thing too? Like if you say you did have seven million followers, do you think that there's like you're like, what are you gonna get me on? You know what I mean? Isn't paparazzi like a gotcha thing? Like it's people who are like prim and proper in the public eye and then they're trying to like be like, oh, you're wasted. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Or like you're being a hoe. Right, right. Right, right. Well, being a hoe is exactly where we're headed with this. (laughs) Because Connor McDavid is the greatest hockey player of all time. And he could walk into any Starbucks in America. He could walk down the street. He could walk down Main Street during Pride Parade. No one would know who Connor McDavid was, even though he's the greatest hockey player there is. A couple people, perhaps. But he went to Toronto, where his hockey is king. So everybody recognized him. Right. What an idiot. And he's here hammered, uh, which is fine. And he's being... Let, let's see if we can uh, watch the video and get an idea of what's happening here. 
There yeah, that guy walking. definitely looks like a bodyguard type character. <laughs> That's Zach Cassian he's talking about. He's not a bodyguard of sorts. <laughs> You're a fucking paparazzi. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> God damn, is he hammered. Hey, Connor. <laughs> so he's being led along by a lady there, uh, wasted out of his mind. The thing is, though, the, th the reason the internet is uh, upset with him is that's not his girlfriend. Dude, why people got to get involved? It's not their business. I agree. I don't think that's... You don't know what their relationship is like. Maybe they got open. Maybe she's fucking 20 dudes right now. That's what I said. I'm like, maybe that's like his cousin, too. We, he's just wasted, and she's like making sure he yeah. gets to the car okay. We don't, we don't see what happens. They're not making out. I'm trying to come to Connor McDavid's aid here. Twitter is lighting him on fire for this. Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, no, I don't fuck with that. I don't think you should ever, like, involve yourself in other people's relationship stuff. Yeah, it's You know, hinky, it's different right? if the wife comes out, has a baby, and goes, you know, this was fucked up. And you're like, okay, that's fucked up. But, you know, just let people do their thing. It's not a... Uh... I don't even think there's anything nefarious happening here. I think they're just like, he's wasted, and she's like, don't wander into traffic. I mean, that's not the way you hold your cousin's hand. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know my cousins. Were <laughs> <laughs> you from West Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what if you, what if you know he's he is a very highly prized athlete, best hockey player in the world, as I've said many times. You don't want him twisting an ankle, you know. How long has he been with his girlfriend? A long time. I think her name is Lauren Kyle. Yeah, and they're uh, not married. Can the... you pull up uh, Connor McDavid's <laughs> girlfriend? Yeah, that's another. I mean, you're kind of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe now Connor might have to get a little shade. Let's see what his real girlfriend. Uh, I I mean, they're publicly out and about all the time. Go to the images. You see, <laughs> Google images. Google there we images. Are. There we are. There's the happy couple, ex couple. But yes, they've been dating since I think 2015 is what. So I... she hasn't come out and said anything about this. Not yet. See, that's that's the problem I have is that everyone assumes that she should have a problem with it. And then guys get upset when their girlfriends do have a problem with this stuff. But we all assume that women should be jealous and that we shouldn't be okay with him walking down the street holding hands with another girl. Maybe she's gone, hey, baby, like on the road, you do you, but I know you're mine. It's all good. And now it sheds light on that, which is annoying. Right. And now everyone's in their business. And now yeah. the only way she can say that he's not a piece of shit is by coming out and talking about her relationship with him and you know, and she she's not a famous hockey player. Yeah, that's she's a great trying point. to chill. Like, you know, that's why I think you just always I always assume that's a private matter between them. Yeah, like maybe like you said, maybe she's chill with it, you do you on the road, and then now she's faced with like they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, No, actually it's kinda cool when he leaves, I fuck this dude over here or whatever, you know. Right. But now if she has she to has come to out and say it. that, yeah. then that might then that reflects on her because now you have a whole demographic in the United States who judges her and says, like, how could you possibly be okay with this? Yeah. So, like, she shouldn't have to say that. Yeah, that is wild. Can so we... I say fuck the guys who recorded this and posted it. Yeah, they're actually the real menace. <laughs> they're excited to see Connor McDavid, but then all of a sudden, yeah, it's... But they now posted it's outing it. Him. They didn't even know that probably that wasn't his girlfriend, to be honest. Right, right, you right. Know? They just posted it like, holy shit, Connor McDavid's hammered. They even... The tweet says, McHammered. They're That's not even true. talking about the girl. But Twitter took it and ran with it, obviously. So. so boring Johnny Hockey is not a piece of shit. Right. He's just excited. No, I like how you call him boring Johnny <laughs> Hockey. Have What's you it? ever dated a hockey player? No. 
Because I, I know, know, I mean, like with the bumbles and the hinges, you know, I know a couple girls in LA, they match with like a Kings player or whatever. So I was curious if you've ever, any athletes at all in your uh, dating history? No, a lot of like, uh, like dude, some bodybuilders, like some like fitness guys. Yeah, okay. But never an athlete. But I also, I will say that I'm a very, like, I, we're either dating or, like, we're just fucking. Right, right, I right. just one or the other. Like, I, so I've only had, like, you know, over my life, like, probably, like, five boyfriends. And sure. the rest have just been, like, very, very casual. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I guess inc- including them, I was just wondering about a professional. Some of them suck at sex, I hear. So that's what I was curious about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Who'd you hear that from? A couple Eskimo bros that I've got in my locker. You <laughs> they know? said your dick was better? I don't, I, they said a couple of things. I'm not going to throw shade on anyone in particular. I think because also they were like uh, offensive linemen and stuff like that. So they were like, you know, huge fat guys. So that helped me a little bit, I guess, in that regard. <laughs> But uh, you think huge fat kids can't have good, good, good dicks. I'm not saying that. I'm saying these particular ones, you know, these two, <laughs> these two in particular, uh, they were trash, I suppose. But, you know, such is I'm not saying all fat guys. Hey, <laughs> fat kings out there. Get your get yours. All right. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Did not expect to bring that up on the program. Yeah, I feel like you felt really comfortable with it. That's like kind well, of I didn't want to out anybody in particular. Uh, yeah, we never want to out anyone. But no, no, what, no, no. What was particularly bad about, was it? I, I don't want to find it, out they if they were, they were lying to me. Yeah, no, that's, no, no, a, that's no. it, yes. I, I'm curious about like, what did they not like about it? Was it Dimensions. that they were lazy? Was it that they their dicks were small? They didn't know how to use them? Like, there's a million things. Like, it why was, did uh, like I didn't that? get the whole dossier because I didn't want to like poke holes in their uh, compliments, if you will. Right. But yes, it was like the ergonomics of it all, I guess you could say. <laughs> Does that make sense? The dimensions and such. Well, that's when you like. You figure I, it out, I'm sure. Like, but, a, yeah. like an offensive lineman, you got to get on top at that point. Well, that's the yeah. That was also an issue. Uh, boredom of that, you know, the monotony of the same position. <sighs> I don't get that. I know. Me neither. <laughs> People are always like, oh, like, you know, as a porn star, like, you know, like, what's your favorite position? Like, I'm supposed to come up with, like, oh, you know, when my legs, like, on the ceiling. Yeah, like, no, that's the thing. I'm like, missionary. No... Like, exactly. I'm like, there's like, if not missionary, then missionary, but me on top. There's like three hits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's just play the hit. We don't need to go B sides here. I'm not trying to, like, be in Cirque du Soleil or anything like that, you know? Yeah, right. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, that could be fun, but, like, what's really an average like on a Tuesday night that's gonna get you off that's not gonna exhaust the fuck out of you like well, I honestly say, the basic ones this one woman said missionary with one particular guy was like very awkward cause it was just like a lot of weight on top of her <laughs> right 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 right. <laughs> so that was the like she was just like I f- feared you for it. my life yeah no she, that's exactly and, and then she got bored of that you know you see she was bored of that. She was like, I'm so, I'm just sick of riding. You got to do the side, side missionary. Well, I guess That's side, another one side, true, doggy, yeah. side, side doggy, doggy yeah. side doggy, side doggy. That's like, honestly, I think that might be one of the most underrated positions. It's low key awesome, but it's also like, again, I think ergonomically you have to match up hip wise. Well, if you don't match up and side doggy, you probably shouldn't fuck anymore. It's yeah, not that's a good last. point. Well, yeah, I'm just saying I've also, you know. I found out, uh, let's just say I found out that the plan B pill doesn't work on women above 155 pounds. You have a kid? No, 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 no. I found that out from a woman who's above 155 pounds, like well above. 
And uh, we tried that position. It didn't line up too too good. Wait, and she said, "Oh, Plan B didn't." work I was basically for getting that she was. A fat, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" Uh, she was a great big fat girl, and uh, that position didn't work. Wait, out. Wait, you said Plan saying. B yeah. didn't work for. I was like thinking about the like abortion pill, and I'm like, yeah, "What do you mean to have a kid?" I did, yeah, no, and I. <laughs> That would be how I would find that out, but no, she meant Plan B of the missionary. Position. No, no, no. I was talking about the pill. The abortion pill okay. doesn't work out. I was trying to just you know tiptoe around the fact that she was larger, and uh, not be like crass about it. And so I said, you know, well, let's just say the Plan B pill that w- wasn't going to work for her. She's above you know a certain weight. Oh, you tiptoed around that, but I was just yeah. curious about like so. You, so you have a kid? No, no, no. <laughs> 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 we just didn't do it. He's like, it. cut that out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, cut I, the I whole thing out. I 100% do not. Highlight uh, the Thank God lights. for all kids, by the way, that I don't have any of them. <laughs> you know, they that's be bad So you don't want kids? Uh, not at the moment. You know, I'm having too much fun on my own. And I'm just learning how to take care of myself. And I just started being able to make some money. So I don't want to throw all that into a kid. That's like $100,000, man. Yeah, for a long time. It's like a down payment on a house. Yeah, and I don't have one of those, so I'm not having a kid anytime soon. What about you? You want to have those? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, okay. The only only reason to have a kid is so that when you're like 80 and like all your functions are failing, that the kid will take care of you. Yeah. But you have no guarantee that will happen. That's what's so terrifying. Yeah. I I think about that often because I do like live alone and everything like that. I'm like, man, like if I ever like fall, I'm like, who's going to find me? How many days will pass before someone figures out that I'm gone? You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's sometimes I go, maybe I should dump a load in a lady and have a child and then they can find me. Do you fall like a lot? I could, you know, you never That's know. Like I am a, blind. Your hip is going to be broken. I mean, someday it will be. <laughs> I mean, do you ever think about just getting old? It's going to happen to all of us. Oh, yeah, no, 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 definitely. But honestly, if I died from a broken hip falling in my house, that would be a huge accomplishment. I would rather like, yeah, I don't know how I'd want to. Yeah, I don't want to die anything like slow and painful. Right. But would a hip and would really? a hip breaking thing be I like... kinda wanna die slow and painful. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wouldn't that be slow and painful though if you broke your hip and you're just waiting there for days for like your right, child to come check on you? <laughs> but your child isn't coming. You know, it's not the not fact coming. that you fell with your, your phone's hip. all the way over there and you're just like, Oh Help, just I'm the falling. sun is up, it's down, it's up, it's down. You haven't drank any water or eaten anything, you're gonna die. Oh my god, that is so Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by one of the finest inventions in a very long time. Of course, we've had fire. We've had the wheel. Now we have freeze pipe. That's right, friends. I've taken a many bong rip in my day. Oftentimes it burns the back of my throat. I'm coughing. I'm, uh, you know, I can't talk afterwards. Freeze pipe takes care of that, my friend. It makes it nice and smooth and cool going down the back of your throat into your lungs and it doesn't you don't have that dragon feeling you know at the end of it and they've got quite the line over at freeze pipe you see the solution to the smoothest cannabis uh, smoking experience is freeze pipe indeed they've got their uh, glycerin uh chambers you know so it gets all fro i'm not going to pretend i know the science behind it but these are pipes that you can put in your freezer for one hour take them out and you're getting the smoothest rips of your life i'm telling you i know that much and i've had a rip or two in my day let me tell you and uh and they've got all sorts of different kinds by the way kirsten has the giant one it's like two feet 
big and uh, breaks down nicely so it can fit in your freezer. I've got the nice bubbler going. It is quite something, my friend. Go check out their line for yourself. Bigger and colder hits are just one click away. Enjoy the smoothest hitting bongs and more at thefreezepipe.com. So go use code Josh, save 10% off your entire order. That's thefreezepipe.com. Use code Josh, save 10%. Oh my god. I no, I think at that point that's why you always gotta keep a little stash of like, you know, some really hardcore like Cyanide. drugs that you wouldn't do normally on you once you start getting old because when you do fall and you go, Well, no one's coming to get me. I guess this is when I try heroin for the first time. <laughs> You're like a horse. You gotta put yourself down, you know, yeah. like if you break your leg or something. Right. No, that would be actually how I choose to die is heroin. Same. Like I'm gonna just save it until I want out. Same. The minute I feel like I'm about to die, I'm going to be like, this is when I get to try it. Exactly. I want to be able to like, like I go, well, can't wipe my own ass today, turns out. (laughs) Heroin time. Just, I don't, what I think I couldn't, I think I'd have to, I don't think I could shoot it up. Me neither. I'd need somebody years to do old, it. I'd need somebody to you do it. You gotta call up your friend and go, hey, 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 listen, I think I'm on my last leg. Can you put a needle in my vein? <laughs> well, also, you know, retirement being what it is, you know, I'm not gonna have any kids, like I said, so I don't have to waste my I can, you know, spend all my money. I'll have a doctor come in and administer it. You're gonna have money in retirement? I hope so. Enough to have a doctor come inject me with some heroin, I hope. You're gonna get social security, you think? I don't know. You th- I hope so. I got my fingers crossed. I don't know. I hope I get some. I mean, uh, the other thing is like, I have one working eye. So the second that one goes away, heroin. <laughs> we are not spending any time. We really, you have one working eye. Yes. The other. So, but it's, is it like doctor working or like actually working? Cause you know, people can be like blind, but they can see. Like, uh, this eye is like functioning at, uh, decent enough level where I can see and like be independent <laughs> if that makes sense but right. the other one is just black so, oh, so it's fully gone right so like if the, if this one goes why why is that I, I I got like a I was born early I have macular degeneration I was in like an incubator for months European and they were pumping gas into my body or into the incubator oxygen not gas whatever you know oxygen they say that could <laughs> fuck with your eyes not gas. Um, like, well, that would make sense. Yeah, you're yeah, pumping yeah. gas into the MK Ultra. <laughs> I was part of an MK Ultra experiment. How no, how yeah. how much did you weigh when you were born? Two pounds. Oh, mm-hmm. I could fit in my dad's palm. Yo, like my dad alien. was a preemie and he got put in an incubator, but he was like four pounds. Oh wow! I've okay. never. I was almost ten pounds. That's wild. I was a Big, big. Could you imagine passing that through you? Oh, no, that's, again, another reason why I won't have children. Because I've got an IUD, which I'm sure you are aware of, you uh-huh. know, the birth control, but they put it up inside her uterus. It's a roadside bomb in Iraq, right? It's a... <laughs> no. It's a oh, E-E-E-I-D? it's a EID. Yeah, it's an IED, e- yeah. IED, yeah. <laughs> got the right letters. <laughs> uh, so an IUD is like, uh, you know, birth control that they like. It, last for five years and they like put it up inside your uterus and this thing is like about this big tiny 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 and when they put it in you it is the worst thing that you've ever felt in your entire oh life Lord. it is so they basically um to make sure it's the right size 
they make your uterus contract like you're having a baby. Oh, wow. And then they go, okay, I guess it works. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You know, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. But so if I knew that this tiny piece that's like, I don't even, I can't even show anything. That's It's smaller it than like this cord. It looks like a little cord. like uh, antenna. It's smaller than this little cord right there. Mm-hmm. If that hurt going through there, I was imagining like my head as, <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> Oh my Going god! Through, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not out. a chance. I did my mom a favor. I mean, she was still in fucking bikinis when she had me, and I was so early. She, she was, was like, like, I didn't even know it came out. Yeah, she was. They're like, push, and she was like, huh, there it is, all done. Lickety split. She's like, really? I'll have ten of these. I don't care. No, I did. Yeah, I did my mom a tremendous favor. You're welcome, mom. <laughs> Coming out super early. Do you want to hear my news song? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> we have some fun news stories we can talk about before we wrap things up. Uh, maybe again, if you have, if you feel inspired to uh, remix this, please do. It's time for the news. <laughs> No, they're had, honestly fantastic. Don't you? I mean, they're I think so too. Really, they're award-winning. Uh, you know, they are. Now, this is interesting. I thought thought of you when I picked this story up. Oh God! A Roach reporter sent this in. Matthew Von Drack. And if you want to send things in, by the way, Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. Please to be sending things in. It says this milkshake tastes like pee. Would you be able to know pee if you tasted it? Yes. You would, because you've taste you've known like directly like this is pee. I've honestly only tasted pee like twice in my life, but like I know what it smells like and taste is so informed by smell. Mm. I would You would probably... know 100%. But I mean, depending on how hydrated you are. So well, interesting. maybe. Well, let's see this. Uh, this says an Arby's night manager in Washington state has been charged with possession of child pornography. That's a little thrown in there mix, into the mix <laughs> there. Uh, he admitted twice to police that he had urinated in a fast food chain's mixable or a milkshake mix, excuse me, at least twice. Uh, the investigation began when police caught wind of a computer downloading child pornography. So interesting. A child pornography ring exposes a milkshake urinator. That's usually it's the other way around. Yeah, that's that. Wow. (laughs) That we that's why would they even come forward that with that? That's what I'm trying to find out. Court records say (laughs) the device showed uh, the date on which a video was taken, and another Arby's manager told police that the restaurant had sold at least two uh, or at least one ice cream float. So I don't know how they're connecting these dots. They don't really say. Imagine. It's you're basically like in a child pornography ring and you go to an Arby's and you're like, this has pee in it and I'm going to the authorities. Like, yes. That's what it seems like. Well, it seems more like this man who's 29 years old, his name's Steven. He was an, a manager at the Arby's. He confessed to downloading and distributing the pornography. So then he must have been like, and I also peed in milkshakes. Oh my God. And like, it was like they had, he was just confessing everything. So then he just admitted that part too, and he's like, "I've done it twice, at least that I can remember." And I, I, I mean, how many milkshakes could they have distributed out of the mix? That's not that much pee, then, if you think about it. <laughs> well, he only peed in one mix. Well, he peed in like the tank, I guess, you for lack of a but better why word, you know, like where like, Well, you know, he's getting his jollies from. Uh, oh, he got off to it. I guess so. You know what I mean? Like, why would anyone do that? Other than it's like, ha, ha, ha. But I feel like we're conflating like two different, like, you know, paraphilias into one. Right? Oh, sure. Like, he is a pedophile. But I'm not, but I mean, I'm I'm not, not putting that I'm talking about paraphilias, like, you know, like, 
just because he's a pedophile doesn't mean he gets off to the the pee thing. Like, no, that true. Just be... That's a great point. And I wasn't equating the two things. If you like pee, that doesn't make you a pedophile, folks. And just because you have one <laughs> fucked up paraphilia doesn't mean you have another fucked up of paraphilia. Course. But why would somebody pee into people's or like, you know, just to the knowledge, the secret knowledge of knowing that, oh, people are ingesting my piss. Well, I think it's a power thing. Right. Which I is my I wasn't necessarily literally saying he gets off to it, but he, right. you know, right. he, he gets like mentally off to the fact that. Or you just like. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's got to be a power thing, right? Like, you're, like, yeah. just knowing that, like, everyone's drinking your pee. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, he gets to go home at night, and he's Dude, like, what the people get to, people are out there drinking my piss right now. That's so weird. Like, I'm cool. like I, don't, I don't give a fuck about pee, whatever. Sure. He's, like, you know, mainly sterile. Sure. I don't want to say 100%, because, you know, anything can happen. <laughs> but for the most part, like, your body is just passing out some liquid it's yeah. not like it might smell gross it might taste gross but it's probably not going to hurt you i'm not right? going to say this guy by the way too hydrated yeah Our probably manager not. yeah <laughs> but just ew <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course i don't know that i would have identified it though like say he's p pissing into the mix you know and Wait, maybe so someone someone tasted it i mean i don't know that anybody tasted it that's the thing because it sounds like he just confessed to the police Oh the Arby's God. manager told police that the restaurant had sold at least one ice cream float and about 30 to 40 milkshakes the day he peed into it. Oh, but, dude, he really peed <laughs> into like a massive thing. But here's where people are going to start coming out of the That's what he did. He peed yeah. into the big the big batch. And then, so I don't think I would have tasted it. I would no, like, you wouldn't have. It's a little sour. <laughs> Maybe the milk's gone a little wrong. Uh, but police are asking anyone who purchased a milkshake from the store recently <laughs> and has a receipt to please come forward. Uh, he reportedly told the police he is almost sure he threw the container away after urinating into it. Almost sure. So, you know, they could have been using the container over and over again. But yeah, so if you're out there, if you're in Washington <laughs> State and you drank a milkshake from an Arby's, I'd look into this because you probably have a little you bit of money Washington coming to you. Washington State. Apparently, that's where like a lot of serial killers like, you know, like oh, hide yeah. all their bodies too. What well, is there's up a lot Washington of trees State? up there. <laughs> there's a lot of woods. There's a lot of woods in North Carolina too, though. But there's, do you think there's uh, more people like hunting or something in the woods of North Carolina or fishing or something? In Washington State, I feel like that people are like, don't go in the woods. There's Bigfoot in there or something, you know? It's like haunted. Right. Well, I don't think that it's that all serial killers are from Washington State. I think that there's just been a lot of killers that have, that's been like a, a dumping ground. <laughs> yeah, that's where they head after right. the fact. Yeah. That's We're their, just... uh, like the Nazis went to Argentina. <laughs> that's where they go to hide <laughs> right we're like it's okay like we're just are they redwoods up in oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah they do they got big old trees up there big big old ones that you can bury bodies underneath speaking of uh killing people we were talking about motherhood and uh, how you don't want to have a child or anything say you did have a child and it became possessed by the devil <laughs> this mom thought her child was possessed and she uh, did an exorcism on the child, three-year-old daughter, and suffocated her while doing the exorcism. Oh, my God. That's dark. Jesus. The child, uh, yeah, she accused the child. She was trying to rid the child of evil spirits. And shortly before her arrest, uh, she was uh, sad the girl had died, but was thankful that she wouldn't have to live in a world where everything is just so bad. So she must have cleaned something up for us, evidently, this woman thinks. I don't know. I think it's still kind of going pretty bad out there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's like a good point of why religion sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, that and all the raping of the children that yeah. the Catholic Church did. That always, fi I find that fascinating that people are so like today, you know, Hillary Clinton's eating pizza with a child, uh, you know, while children fuck in the basement of a pizza place. But like then they just go to the Catholic Church still. Well, and you <laughs> did you see the stuff about the, the Southern Baptist recently? No, do tell. Oh, my God. This is like a so, you know, like. The Catholic Church shit came out. Everyone sure. knew that, even though that had been going going on for so long, it came out. And right. so recently, I think it was like two weeks ago, basically Southern Baptists, which are the evangelicals, right. um, but they basically got exposed for the same the same exact exact. They're doing shit. the whole like, come forward, like they're saying the tongues and shit. Healing people, at uh, yeah, they do some. Uh, some of them do that. They're just evangelicals. They're the ones that you know are. They are. I don't know. I'm not shocked. They're very, pedophiles. Is my point. Right. No. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not either. <laughs> but you know, that's the craziest thing. So it was like, okay, we got the Catholics. We caught them red-handed. Sure. And everyone said, no, 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 we'll move on. And then it was like, now we got the evangelicals. And I'm like, all right. At this point. The only people we should be supporting are the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Until they start. I mean, I don't know. I mean, no, some of them. Would never. Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> dated a young one. <laughs> she was like 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little different. He's fine. He laughs about it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> In this thing, the officers uh, on the scene, they learned that suspects believe the child was possessed by a demon and they were at the church praying for her. The affidavit continues uh, that she provided a statement to a patrol officer stating the victim was possessed by an evil spirit. Uh, she attempted to stick her finger down the victim's throat and squeeze the victim's necks to, to induce vomiting so that she could... I think she just saw too many movies. This lady's trying to get this her to do that. This literally sounds like a fucking movie. Yeah, she's trying to like get the... She's like, I saw in the, in the flick, she pukes, the devil pukes, so we got to get her to puke. And she's choking her and shit. It's terrible. But, you know, I guess less evil spirits out there in the world today. <laughs> Wait, what's the movie? What's the, the, the series? Exorcism. Oh, no. <laughs> no, right, not Kristen. the exorcism, but the... Um... We'll just use that dark story to wipe up the... <laughs> no, it's fine. It's we, we, we have the story of the woman murdering the, her child. Yeah, we use the story of the woman who's murdered her child to, to wipe up the uh, Red Bull there. Wait, I have a... Uh, the... Not oh the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Right? It yes, sounds that's, like that. It sounds there's like been a conjuring. lot of uh, exorcism movies. I wasn't sure which one you were. Yeah, I felt like at. the Conjuring was like the most recent one that there was like a sequel that came out. There has been multiple Conjurings, three or right. four of them. But I, I just believe. saw the most recent one. So and do was... they murder a child in that as well? I don't know. I was extremely high when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, murder! Girls love murder. <laughs> stuff it was true crimey we should have played the music from before no right? i i fall asleep i fall asleep to true crime you do like so it's like this it's like no it's my lullaby <laughs> this is such a true crime thing it is it was a dark night i don't even know so like you listen to it and like does it put you to sleep or do you like get excited I go to, it puts me to sleep, that's why I listen to it. That's weird. So if I listen to comedy, like, you know, if I put on Seinfeld, for instance, that, I, I get way too excited. I'm laughing. Interesting. I can't sleep. But uh, I've been a true crime drinkie since I was a kid, like young, young, young. When I was in my sorority in college, I, I wanted, I went to school for psychology and I wanted to do criminal psychology and I've been obsessed with this since I was very young. 
and I had all these books and serial killers in my sorority house and we had to do like tour day and all the girls had to come up to me and be like you think you could maybe like put the Ted Bundy books like away <laughs> when we try to rush these girls into our sorority <laughs> so to me it's just something I've always been super interested in what and, is um, the intrigue I mean, I'm just so fascinated by people's behavior, no matter what it is. But I think that, you know, the being a serial killer or any kind of crime is the most outlier of human behavior. Yeah. So I'm interested by anything anyone does, whether you do, you know, just anything you do. I'm curious to hear your thought process behind it. What made you want to do that? But when you talk about crime, that is so far outside the norm. Uh, that it's just extremely interesting to me. And that's really, I just want to understand people better. I've met like CEOs before. And I always think in my head, I'm like, I wish I could meet a serial killer and compare these two people. Well, have you ever read uh, The Sociopath Next Door? No. Well, <laughs> I read it when I was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's basically about like, you know, most sociopaths are not actually like we, when we talk about sociopaths, we think about, killers, Ted Bundy, people who wanted to murder people. But that's not like to want to murder someone, to get enjoy enjoyment out of murdering someone. That is a very specific type of psychosis that doesn't necessarily apply just because you're a, a, a sociopath or a psychopath. But so most sociopaths are CEOs. Interesting. Um, and are, so the whole thing. I knew book, it. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. They really are. And so like the whole book is about like, the people you'd meet in your day-to-day -day life. And a lot of times you won't even know because if they need something from you, you'll never know they're a sociopath hmm. because they won't let you know that. It's so only... does this put you on guard on your whole life every time you meet somebody? No, I mean, it's really like about, you know, like these are estimates, but they think about like 1% of the population. And that is a crazy estimate. That yeah. is just a guess. So it's a small amount of people. It's right. not like everyone you'd meet. No, Think sure, about like one in a hundred people you'd meet might have the ability to be a sociopath. Interesting. But most of them don't get off like on murdering, on killing. They just want what they want. What about peeing into milkshakes? Peeing into milkshakes. I feel like that'd be a little <laughs> more like, like a psychopath vibe more than a sociopath vibe. That's interesting, This uh, discerning the two. Because I, do, you know, I have a hard time with that. Sociopath I, I'm, psychopath. I'm not an expert on it. I don't know so. a fucking difference. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Did you hear? Uh, there was a story of a guy, of a woman who uh, got an STD in a car and she sued Geico and made five million dollars. Isn't that fucking nuts? We could have been suing Wait, Geico this whole time. She got an STD in a car. Yeah, she fucked a guy in a car. And she filed an insurance claim because she got uh, HPV. Of all, of all, what? of all things, it's like, who hasn't, lady? <laughs> what? HPV. I go. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's not even like a real one. Well, it won't be real for you because you can't actually get tested. For I know, it. but that's my. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. I mean, how, the guy didn't know he had it, so like, she sued Geico for. I don't know, loss and liability or something like that, and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" They threw her claim out. And then she took them to court and made $5.2 million. Just because it was in, in a car. car that they were insuring? Bodily harm in a car. But they don't even own the car. They're just insuring it, right? Yeah. 
They're the insurance company of the car. So like this guy's, ins- I mean, his premiums are going to go up. Let's <laughs> just say that if he still has a backup. <laughs> <No. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but how would, you, how would you even prove that he was the one who gave you HPV because that's you had tested him that's for what, it? Because that's the thing about HPV. I didn't, I don't know. That's the thing. So she can, she got this uh, claim or she got this lawsuit like in her favor and she's just guessing it. That's why I, I cannot believe it happened. Because okay. I was gonna, I was gonna say like HPV. You can, you don't know where you got that from. Didn't they, they didn't settle? Because settling sometimes people just do it just to get it out of the way. No, she or did won. She a, actually I mean, she win made it. a claim for a million dollars and she won five. Like the jury awarded yes, her exactly. Yo, like, <laughs> Your face. you don't even know that he gave it to you. That could have been one of them. If I was the, if I was the defense attorney, I would have been like. And I hate to do this because it's fucked up, but like she's a hoe. Yeah, you're she fucked all these other car. guys. How she fucked another guy last weekend? How do we know it was this guy in the Geico car? Right, and it's like I mean you, that's the shitty part. I bet the lawyer, the defense attorney, didn't want to. He's like, God, I'm going to get dragged through the mud for, you know, trying to use her reputation against her. I'm you just going to take the L. Think a corporation cares? Yeah, that's why they're just like, <laughs> well, that. I, I also think they go. I think they do very much care about the image of that. So like, just pay her $5 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or the attorney went in there and was like, I got nothing because I'm not going to call her a whore. So, you know, whatever you decide to do. Because like how I've... easy was this slam dunk? I mean, it's crazy to me that she won. I feel like there's more to the story than where we need to do some a deep dive into Google. Like what, like... There must have been something. Also, I, I've read about it pretty insurance. closely because it's also like I didn't know we could just sue Geico for you know, I mean shit. How did she know that he was insured by Geico? She just made an insurance claim with whoever. I mean, she probably asked him. She went to him and was like, "What's your insurance?" Like it was a car accident. Got all the information. Who was this guy, by the way? Who's like, sure, uh, whatever you need. You need to. Uh, you want to know what? Uh, I would have been like, you obviously have had that for 10 fucking years. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I It's like, how do you, as a guy, when a girl's like, I got HPV from you and I'm going to need your insurance information. I'd ask a couple of questions. Well, also like, uh, <laughs> baby, there's a vaccine for HPV now. That's like, true uh, Sorry, you're anti-vax. That's not my fucking problem. Right. That's like. what I said. We should be shaming this woman for being anti-vax. At the end of the day, if she got HPV, we know her stance on a few things, right? Very, very exactly. I mean, we <laughs> I mean, We're going like, to reward that with $5.2 million now? HPV is not dangerous. There's like, you know, a handful of ones that are dangerous or could cause you problems. And like, we have vaccines for all of that. Yeah. And well, with $5.2 million, she's going, if she has any problems, she'll be sure to be able to solve them, I'm sure. To get some fucking Gardasil? They, like, the <laughs> yeah. doctor will like inject that into you for free. You is that go, what it's <laughs> called? I don't yeah. even know what it's. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know because as a man, you know, you just yeah. you're just passing it to everyone, just giving it out. Yeah, I mean, and for <laughs> there's the most no way part, to know, time. right? No, there's no way for a men to know. Yeah, and that's why you can't really blame them. But that's why it's funny sometimes when guys are like, "Oh, this girl gave me HPV," and it's like, mm. how? And then the guy when they say they have HPV, it's like, no, you have something else, or can a guy have di- visible HPV? Well, uh. Genital warts are that's HPV. A, okay. It's one version of HPV, and I that's see. one of the ones that the vaccine prevents against. But usually, what it causes is uh, cervical cancer. Like, so those are the bad ones: sure. cervical cancer, warts. That's what they have the vaccine for. But there's like seventy million versions of HPV, and most right. of them like don't do anything to you. And it was one of those has things them. I uh, learned from Loveline that it's like 
You probably have it. From Love <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was that like the like Dr. Laura? Dr. Drew, who actually, okay. it's so weird. I used to listen to it all the time because I'd have to like board op it in Buffalo. Like I'd run the board, turn it on and shit because it was a syndicated show. And now I'm like friends with Dr. It's crazy. <laughs> no way. Show. Yeah, it's awesome. It's Do like you ask weird... him all your HPV questions? Oh, I call him about every question. <laughs> People at home are like, because I had I had a surgery recently and stuff like, like, why don't you call Dr. Drew? Believe me, I call him enough, okay? Like, he's answered all my stupid questions <laughs> and he's got all the answers. And I'm actually going to be on his show coming up here in the next couple of weeks, which is exciting. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I'll if I see something weird on my dick, he's the first guy. I'll take a picture of it and send it to him. <laughs> Right away. What kind of weird things do you see on your dick? Nothing, thank the Lord. I've, you know, been lucky enough to have a clean, clear as a whistle. Well, you have called him. But I've called him about other health, like, you know, (laughs) just like, I have a cough, you know, is this COVID? Stuff like that. I don't know. know, Other health concerns, not sexually related. Dr. Drew is going to come through with a COVID diagnosis. He knows, I mean, he knows, uh, he knows a regular medicine. <laughs> He's a practicing <laughs> doctor, but he happens to uh, have a penchant for understanding sexually transmitted diseases. That's for sure. Right. It's very interesting. I feel like a lot of times guys don't know anything about like whether it's HPV, gonorrhea, whatever. A lot of times guys don't really have as many symptoms as women do. Sure. No. Yeah. You should, that's why it's just important to get checked out there as often as you yeah, can. Hey, if you're sex. fucking around. Uh, but it's so funny. Like. Um, you're not the first porn star I've talked to where it's like you can give like a medical dissertation on STDs. I feel like because <laughs> every you guys are like testing so much and like you know what to look for and all that. I'd imagine, right? Well, you know, actually, something I learned um, in the porn industry, like towards the end, was that so we're getting tested all the time. So I feel very good about it, and for the most part, it is very safe. But what I found out towards the end of my career was that, you know, since they only do pee testing for gonorrhea and chlamydia that only test as a woman, that only test your vagina. Okay. And in theory, you could have gonorrhea or chlamydia in your eye or your asshole or your mouth. Right. That's true, too. So they would give you a clean bill of health. Okay. And I was like, when I found this out, I was like, you tested one out of three holes. <laughs> that does not seem like That's a good, good ratio. Yeah. Yeah, that is not good odds. But at the same time, it's kind of like a catch-all because you're like, well, it's if if there's going to be a hole used, it's definitely going to be in you that. Think, you think, know, but I mean, people do, you know, only oral scenes. That's whatever. true. Yeah, and so you can actually you can request it. Um, I just no one ever told me about this, and I found out Fuck. that this was a thing. And uh, so you could request it. And so if I was going to do a scene with like another girl and a guy, then I'd want them all to be like everything to be tested because like he might put it in her mouth and then that could go, you know? No, of course. Yeah. So then I started requiring that. But that was not like a thing that they actually require in the industry. And for the most part, you're only talking about gonorrhea and chlamydia, which annoying to get. But like (laughs) everyone's good on like we're tested on all the other stuff. But it's just crazy to think like, oh, my God, you just go, oh, okay, one out of three holes is good. Like, go in there. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> insane. Now, when you requested, these things are like fucking diva. She wants all the holes tested for STDs. Fucking. It was okay. God. By that point, they I just would, roll their eyes. I like, sell. 
<laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the yeah, when you're getting the downloads, you get to re- demand more STD checks. <laughs> oh, I mean, my first like my first like couple of months in the industry, like I mean, I wouldn't even ask for water. I'd be so thirsty, and I'd be like, I don't want to be. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was a competitive dancer growing up, so you know, I just never complained, and you just do what everyone tells you to do. And but after a while, you realize like, you know what? I think I'm making you guys just as much money. So like I can ask for these. things. Yeah, it's like when you're when you're hosting a show in a comedy club, you're like the lowest on the food chain. So you're like, like, here's a free like you said water. And you're like, (laughs) thank you. And then you just drink it in the corner. And then uh, eventually, you know, you start making some money selling tickets. And then you're like, I'll have the steak, please. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And people can call you a diva, whatever. And like. The only person who's going to call you that is someone who's like a fucking asshole or if you're an asshole. But right. if you're a nice person that shows up, does your job with a smile on your face and you go, hey, this is my one requirement. Like, that's a very fair thing to ask. Right. And anyone who's reasonable would get that. What does like uh, a Rocco Sofredi have on his like rider when he comes into a production or anything? Is it like, oh, boy, Rocco's coming. We got to have strawberries. You know, we got to have this, that. Like, does he have a. A green room setup. I've never worked with Rocco. Oh, okay. So I don't know, but I think uh, <laughs> I think the thing with Rocco is how aggressive he gets. Yeah, with the girls. of course. The, I've seen the documentary. What he is on his writer is women who will not uh, me to me when I <laughs> slapped him in the face. <laughs> I think that's what's on his writer. <laughs> but we don't get writers. A woman who important. can take a punch. I'm going to need a woman who's got a strong jaw. And, uh, and yeah, it doesn't have any sense of, you know, has never heard about the Geico lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard tales and things, but yeah, no, that's a funny rider for sure. Oh my God. I can't, I'm so jealous, uh, that everyone gets to go on the fully loaded tour with you and also jealous of you for getting to go on the fully loaded tour. I'm so excited. Want to come to one of the shows? I'd, I mean, I don't, I don't remember. Well, we're going to post up where they are, but I can't off the top oh, of my it's head. It's bum fuck cities. Rochester, New York. I am from very close to there from a, from Buffalo. Yeah, so come through. I, uh, I know Rochester very well. That's so on a Sunday. It's a perfect time to come. I got, I mean, I guess that's true. I have nothing else going on. You're right. <laughs> I have no, come I'm trying through. to think if I have gigs, but I, I'm chilling for uh, most of June actually. I'm trying to get, I'm like talking to you like we're off. I'm like, I'm, gonna be, I'm like, I'm actually going to be trying to move and I got to do this whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, no, come, come. No, Please it'd be do. awesome. It'd be awesome to be a part of the tour. And I, I'm so excited for everyone who gets to uh, go do it and gets to go watch it and uh, make sure if you are going, you get there and see Carter's set and uh, anything else you want to promote before we head out. I don't think so, really. I mean, I made a remix like fucking in January that I've been waiting uh, all year to come out. Oh, no shit. So, okay. Is yeah. it out now? No, I'm waiting still. You know, it's a label shit. Oh, I see. I see. Well, yeah. it's oh. crazy when you do this thing the proper way. How long yeah. you have to wait? <laughs> it is kind By of the crazy, time though. it comes out, I'm going to want to murder it into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. You're going to get sick of it? Oh, I've already, I'm already sick of it. Okay. It was done in January. <laughs> <laughs> well,. For me, I'm not doing much other than July 16th. I'll be in San Diego at the Mic Drop Comedy Club. August, we've got Philadelphia. We've got Chicago at Josh underscore Potter on uh, Instagram is where you can find links to all the shows. Doing a bunch around L.A. if you live out here. So keep your eyes peeled over there. Otherwise, thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving all your comments. Rate, review, all that horse shit. Pleased to be doing that. And we will see you next time 
on the Josh Potter Show. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me. 